Because let's be honest, if I died today, my life would be summed up in the local newspaper in 250 words or less within about 48 hours. And do I like what they're going to say about me? Do I like and am I comfortable with what they're going to say about me? And if not, then what am I going to do about it? You're listening to the Lippert Academy for Leadership podcast, a show where we invite leaders to have courageous conversations about the journey of leadership, work, and culture. Let's go. Welcome back to the Lippert Academy for Leadership podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Carr. Thank you so much for joining us as we have another courageous conversation about work, leadership, and life, and personal mission statements, which is what we're going to be talking about today. I've hinted at it, and we've talked about it a little bit over the last uh, few episodes, going back now a few weeks, the importance of a personal mission statement. And I'm a firm believer that every person should have a personal mission statement. And so we're going to talk about what that looks like today. There was a, uh, a study that came out in early 2019, um, and here is the, the title. Uh, What's your purpose? Finding a sense of meaning in life is linked to health. So nearly 7,000 American adults between the ages of 51 and 61 filled out this survey and this questionnaire, and it was, uh, it was recently, uh, recently published, and, and here's what it found. People who didn't have a strong life purpose, which was defined as a self-organizing life aim that stimulates goals. Now, let me say that again, a self-organizing. I'm putting it together myself. It's an aim for my life that stimulates goals, that stimulates achieving something. Those people who didn't have it were more likely to die than those who did, and specifically, more likely to die of cardiovascular disease. Um and the study was done over the course of a four-year period. People with without a strong life purpose were more than twice as likely to die in that four in that four-year in that four-year window. Now, listen to this: the association between low level of purpose in life and death remained true, despite how rich or how poor the participants were, regardless of their gender, race, or educational level. So, here's what that tells me: this idea of meaning and purpose. It covers all socioeconomic um, categories. It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor. Uh, You need to have a purpose. It doesn't matter what your gender, what your race, or your education level. Everybody needs meaning and purpose. They also found that the association to be so powerful that having a life purpose appeared to be more important for decreasing risk of death, get this, than drinking, smoking, or exercising regularly. So don't like to go to the gym. You don't have to just have a life purpose. Now, yes, I'm being a little sarcastic there. Get to the gym. Don't drink too much. And you probably shouldn't smoke because we know it's not good for your health. But it speaks to the importance of having something to chase, a true purpose, a true mission, a true mission for your life. Um, and by the way, this isn't the only research out there. There's a 2016 paper published uh, published by a a doctor uh, whose name I am not going to be able to I'm not going to be able to pronounce right now. Last name of Rosansky. Um, and the need for meaning and purpose is the number one thing as it relates to a person's physical as it relates to a physical health. His paper in 2016 showed that a strong life purpose was associated with reduced risk of mortality and cardiovascular events such as heart attacks or strokes. Now here's what else I found interesting. They didn't in the survey, they didn't ask participants how to define define that meaning in life. 
It didn't matter. What mattered, according to the researchers, is not exactly what the life purpose is, but that they have one. So in other words, you don't need, it doesn't matter what it is, as long as you have determined that that is your life's purpose and your mission. For some, it might be raising children. For others, it might be doing volunteer work. For others, it may be living out your faith. Where your fulfillment comes from is a very individual, a very individual and personal thing. And, and I know this to be true just anecdotally in my own life. I've had a very clear clear purpose in my life um, from an early age when when I found out I had the same rare disease that uh, that my grandfather died of early that my dad died of in his early 50s. And I don't want to bore you with that whole story. We can talk about that some other time. But early on, it gave me a clarity and focus around having a personal mission statement. And you've heard us here talk a lot on this podcast that leadership is an inside-out process and that developing leaders and, to me, developing people is an inside-out process. It starts with your identity. Who are you at your core? And then what are you chasing? There's your purpose. There's your mission. There's your why, whatever you're going to call it. And then what are the rules by which you're going to play? The core values. And we, we talked uh, just a few episodes ago about developing your core values. You need to develop your core values. A personal mission statement should be perfectly aligned with aligned with what your values are and how and how you live them out and how you live them out. And I'm again, I'm a firm believer that once everybody knows who they are, identity, what they're chasing, why, and the rules by which they're going to play values, every decision in your life becomes not easy, but becomes simple because it's either inside your values or it's out. It either gets you closer closer to your personal mission or it doesn't. It becomes foundational. It becomes foundational to everything, the everything you do. And so that's why this work is worth it. That's why the work of going through and discovering a personal mission statement and creating one for yourself is so important. Now, here's a couple things about that. It doesn't have to be well thought out and well formed right out of the gate. You just need to start. You just need to start with something. In fact, my very first personal mission statement that I use was one that I had um, taken directly from some curriculum and content that I had been working through um, through my church, and was like, "Oh yeah, no, that's totally, that's totally what what I want to be about and what I'm going to do." So, so it started. It started there, and then it evolved, and that's okay. It can it can evolve. Uh, it can evolve into into whatever you need it or want it to be at some point down the road. But the trick, the trick is just to start and start somewhere with this. And so uh, we're gonna put on we're gonna put in the show notes we're gonna put a link uh, to a um, to a personal mission statement worksheet. This is a document that I'd created um, years and years ago, and. Uh, and you still use it now to help people start to to think about developing a personal mission statement. Again, core values is certainly a piece of that. You need to know and understand your core values. What are they? You need to know and understand where your identity lies. Does your identity lie in your work? Does it lie, does it lie in your paycheck? Does it lie in your kids? Does it lie in your spouse? Does it lie in your faith? Wherever it lies, you need to recognize and be okay with it. Or change it. Like I've said this before, at the end of the night, when you lay in bed and you finally put your phone down and it's dark before you fall asleep, 
Who are you? And are you okay with that? Are you okay with, with knowing that's who I am? I'm just a person who's completely wrapped up in my title and my position. And if I ever lost my job, I don't know what I would do. There's a lot of us that are there, right? Because that's why when we lose jobs, it's more about an identity crisis. Um, because again, as I've, as I've said, we, the first time two people meet each other, especially in a professional setting, one of the first questions we ask is, what do you do for a living? Because I want to size up how smart you are, how much money I think you make. And if I think you can bring me any value and then we'll call it networking, which isn't that really what networking is? Like I'm going to get in a room. I'm going to give out as many business cards as I can to see how much I can get out of the room. Now, your approach should be, I'm going to get into this room because I want to meet as many people as I can so I can have influence and impact and help them if that's what drives you. But you have to know that that comes out of your identity. I would argue that your identity has to be anchored in something bigger than you. It has to be anchored in something that is outside of you as an in, you as an individual because if something then happens and something doesn't go the way you want it to go, your identity can crumble, which is why when you lose a job, you don't know who you are, which is why when you retire, you hear people that they work for 40 or 50 years and then they retire and they die a year later because their identity was wrapped up in what they do. Empty nest syndrome is a thing because all right, we wrap our identity up in our kids. I don't know who I am if I'm not a parent and raising my kids like that becomes a thing, right? Where does your identity lie? It needs to be in something bigger than you. And then your why. What are you chasing? What, what do you want to leave the world? What do you want to leave the world? And one of the things that uh, that we that we talk about in the in the worksheet that you can do is list the things you want your family and friends to say about you at your funeral. It may be helpful to write your own obituary or even write your own eulogy. Because let's be honest, if I died today, my life would be summed up in the local newspaper in 250 words or less within about 48 hours. And do I like what they're going to say about me? Do I like and am I comfortable with what they're going to say about me? And if not, then what am I going to do about it? What am I going to do about it? Alfred Noble was a Swedish businessman. He was a chemist. He was an engineer. Um, he had, over his lifetime, 355 different patents. The most famous one being for dynamite. And then one morning, Alfred woke up and uh, woke up and read in the paper that he had died. And they re- and he read his own obituary. Now, what had happened was, is Alfred had a brother that had died, but they accidentally printed an obituary for Alfred. So imagine waking up in the morning and going to your local paper, and you know you want to read who died, assuming you still even read a local newspaper, and you read your name, and you read your own obituary. And in his obituary, uh, he was known and labeled as the doctor of death because of dynamite, because of the invention and what he and what he had created. And it was in that moment, it was in that moment that he decided that he was not, that is not what he want to be known for. He did not want to be known 
for someone who is simply a person who brought around death and destruction. So he began a process of developing and creating an organization that gave out prizes in areas like science and literature because he didn't want to be known as the doctor of death or the angel of death. We know that the most famous of those prizes that we talk about is the Peace Prize, which is now named after him, the Nobel Peace Prize. And the Nobel Prizes were handed out all because a guy woke up one morning and realized what I've been chasing my whole life is not what I want to be known for. So maybe you need to write your own obituary. Maybe you need to figure out what you're chasing. Right now, if you wrote your obituary or your eulogy, it would point to everything you've been chasing. And if you don't like that, then I suggest you probably change what you're chasing. That becomes a personal uh, why, your mission. What are you after? And then the values. What are the rules by which you are going to play? And again, we did a whole episode on discovering core values. So here's to me, here's how this, here's how this flows. If you're looking for a simple, I don't know if, if, if you were, when you were growing up, I don't know if you ever remember the, the mad libs, you know, the little books and it would, you would, it would start to tell a story and then you would say, give me a noun and then give me a verb and give me an adjective. And it would start to do that. Well, I'm going to give you sort of a mad lib fill in the blank a Madlib fill in the blank to create a personal mission statement. Okay. And, and here's what it looks like. Okay. To be a blank. This is your identity. This is your identity. Who are you and what are you really trying to be? To be a blank. Who blank. That's your why. That's your mission. That's your purpose by blank. Those are your values. Right? Those are the rules by which you're going to play, the things that you find and hold so deeply to be true and important, okay? So three blanks, identity, your why, your mission, and then your values. To be a blank, who blank, by blank. Now, let me fill that in for you and tell you how that works for me. Let me just give you my personal mission statement. To be a man of God who has kingdom impact on my family, friends, and community by thinking differently, leading courageously, and living passionately. To be a who, for me, it's all about my faith and my identity is wrapped up in my faith, which is something bigger than me that can't be taken away based off my title or lack thereof, based off how much money I make or lack thereof. It's wrapped up in that. Who wants to have kingdom impact, long-term legacy and impact well beyond me, on my, in order of importance, by the way, family, bigger circle friends, bigger circle community. How am I going to do that? Easy, by thinking differently, leading courageously, and living passionately. And those are the values I talked about when we talked about core values. So mission statements don't have to be long and complicated. And I would argue just like a good mission statement for a business. And by the way, this whole conversation could be could be anchored in this idea that every business needs a personal mission, a mission statement and one that they deeply live out and they know. And so it doesn't have to be long and complicated, but it has to have impact and meaning to you. Like you have to be able to, to know that and live it out daily. You don't need to have it on a banner. You don't need to have it on the side of your truck. You don't even need to have it hanging up anywhere because you know it. I don't need to have my personal mission statement hanging up anywhere. If you were to look at the screen cover on my laptop or you were to look at uh, my phone case, it would say, think differently, lead courageously, live 
passionately because those are the things that drive me. Those those are my values. I know the where that all comes from. To be a man of God who has kingdom impact on my family, friends, and community by thinking differently, leading courageously, living passionately. That's who I am. Nothing will change that and nothing will stop that. And I will live out of that conviction so deeply, so deeply that nobody will derail me from it. Now, yeah, I can be challenged by it, and I can be challenged to make sure I'm living it out in the truest sense. That will happen through my closest friends, my identity group. We've talked about that in the past as well. But I'm not going to conform to what you or someone else may want me to do if it's not helping me achieve who I am, who I am what I'm chasing, or the rules by which I will play. It doesn't have to be complicated. So whatever it is for you, can I just encourage you to start to be a blank, who blank, by blank. Fill in those three blanks. Just start. Just start. Download download the worksheet that's uh, that we've got in the show notes for you and, and start. And if you have a personal mission statement, I would love to hear it. I would love for you to share it with us. Share it with us, uh, you know, wherever you pick this up in the comment section. Share it on your social media with us and tag us because I'd love to hear what your personal mission statement is and how and how you are living that out how you're living that out every single day. Because again, once you have that kind of clarity and conviction, you'll wake up every day and you'll know why you do what you do. And what you do may not on the surface have any connection to have any connection to actually what your job is. But if you were to look at what I do every day, people would go, well, I don't know that I really see that like to the fullest extent. And I get it. Maybe if you're working at a church, Dustin, or something like that, then sure. Yeah, see, no, but that's no, because my mindset is every day I'm going to have that type of impact. Where am I planting seeds? Where am I having hard conversations? Where am I thinking differently, leading courageously, and living passionately to help have an impact that's going to live long past me? In fact, I believe it could be, if I do it well, it could be an eternal impact. And once you have that, what you do day in and day out doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. When I was working at the flea market selling luggage and briefcases and duffel bags, uh, I was living out my personal mission statement. When I go home and, and hang out with uh, my wife and my four boys, I'm living out my personal mission statement. When I have the opportunity to go into organizations and do leadership training, I'm living out of that personal mission statement. And I'm just going to tell you, as, as someone who's come to terms early on in his life with the fact that life is short, right? That, that, uh, that we're not even guaranteed tomorrow. I'm fully convinced there's no other way to live than to live out of your, the conviction of a personal mission because everything else will feel hollow and everything else will feel like you're just chasing something, but you don't know what it is. So you fill it with lots and lots of things. So to be a blank, who blank, by blank. I'd love to know what your personal mission statement is. I'd love to know if you create one for the first time, even if it's just something to start with. Like I said, start with something. You can embrace something else later. It can change and it can evolve, but there need, you need to start somewhere. So have the courage to just start. Okay. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast belong solely to the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the viewer mission of Lippert Components, Inc., as always, thanks to Eternity Bro for our theme music, our executive producer, Michael Yoder, and his entire team over at Truth Work 
media. Until next time, I'm your host, Dustin Carr, reminding you to think differently, lead courageously, and live passionately. See ya.